0: Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn-Merritt's Healing From Within series can now be purchased on DVD. This four-part interactive series was filmed live at their weekend workshops. The DVDs include medical and energetic insight, as well as informative tools you can use for a lifetime. Chakra exercises and dietary guidelines are included. The first two DVDs on detoxification and heart health are available now through Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com. Coming soon are the Brain Health and Hormonal System DVDs. Purchase your copy today and get started on your own healing process. If you are interested in learning more about Marie and what is on her calendar, there are a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook. You can post a comment to her wall and search her page for upcoming events. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each month, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Schedule a private session with Marie if you'd like to talk with her one-on-one. It will be a healing experience that you will garner great insight from. For more information, visit Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy
1: and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. And happy Tuesday. This is our very first live show on Tuesdays. We are moving to Tuesdays and Thursdays at noon. The Marie Magnetieri show is expanding. So we used to have a repeat show, an encore show on Sundays, which will no longer be there. So you want to tune in live on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or you want to go to my website and go to the archive page where all of the shows are archived and you can. Um, load download them onto your iPod. Okay? I don't even have one of those, so I don't know how to do it. <laughs> um, but you can do it for free and listen to any of the show. There's hundreds there listening as this is almost um, the third anniversary of the Marie Manu Cherry Show here on KKNW. That'll be in October. So happy Tuesday, everyone. This is our very first time. It's so exciting. So how we're going to plan this out, or my plans at the moment are that we'll spend more time on Thursdays interviewing guests, because as you know, I love to interview people and love to interview authors and people who are on the edge of thought, on the leading edge of thought, who can offer wonderful and wonderful information for you. And then on Tuesdays, I'm going to spend more time doing readings for the people who call in. So that's the plan. Of course, the plan may change a little, but that's our basic plan. So today we're going to talk about the chakra system, give some information that maybe you haven't heard in a while, or maybe it'll be brand new for you. And I, before I begin talking about the chakra system, I just want to say thank you again to all of our listeners. It's been a blessing um, being a host here on KKW for almost three years. We get people who call in from around the world. It's an honor to know that people are tuning in from all different corners of the globe, and of course, a blessing. So the chakra system plays an essential role in our physical, mental, and emotional and spiritual health with more than 3,000 small chakras. Can you believe that? 3,000. And seven large primary chakras, your body is a highly organized energetic maze responding to every thought, feeling, and choice. Each chakra is cone-shaped, located in the subtle energy of the human body. So chakras are actually multidimensional. They can look like orbs, but when I dive into them, they look like cones to me. Their tips point deep into the body while their bases lie just beneath the skin. Chakras spin. They receive and transmit life force energy into the body through this beautiful spinning motion. And, and the really the thought is hopefully they spin because sometimes they don't spin or they don't spin very well. And that's when the chakra is having a hard time. And that also means that the organs that that chakra governs could be having a hard time. The seven larger chakras are each a different primary color. The smaller ones look kind of gray to me, um, They're a little bit bigger than a nickel. They're located in subcutaneous tissue, muscle mass, joints, cartilage. And uh, so these large chakras are approximately two and a half inches in diameter, and they influence large anatomical areas of the body and are connected to the emotional complexity of any form of human life. So they're, they're a big part of what happens to us or what doesn't happen to us. Um, Understanding the role that our emotions play in healing is essential to understanding the role that the chakras have in healing. Feelings affect the choices we make, and our choices influence how and where energy moves in the body. Unfelt emotions build up in the body as stagnant energy, which can weaken a chakra's function, reducing its ability to receive and transmit vital energy. So keeping our chakras clear is very important, and a big part of that is learning how to ground which by the way is not everyone's favorite thing because it means you have to be present and more human beings would rather be kind of dramatic Or kind of stuck in their perception of sorrow, which I call the human condition, versus being in the moment. Because the moment really isn't that bad. Like my moment right now is I'm looking out a beautiful window, seeing this lovely South Bellevue view. I'm sitting in a comfortable chair, and I have headphones on my head, and I'm talking to all of you. (laughs) So that's my moment. And so it's very important to be in the present moment. And many times the present moment is going to feel boring. But if it feels a little boring, that means that you're probably present instead of it being dramatic and overexciting or disconnected to reality when we tend to think of the past or the future. So before we go ahead and continue more conversation about the chakras, particularly the root chakra and grounding, which I'm so excited to talk about, why don't we head to the phone lines and listen to what some callers have to say?
2: All right. I, I guess that's my cue to yeah. jump in here. Okay, but before we do that, before we take phone calls, I want to give out the phone number because this is the first time that we're on Tuesday at noon. And uh, I'm guessing we probably have some new listeners at this point. How and, exciting. And some folks that probably don't remember the phone number because I forget the phone number from week yeah. to week. So, so let me just give that out here real quick. Uh, you can call in at 425 three seven three five five two seven. That's uh, if you're here in the Seattle or Bellevue area, I'd love to hear from you. Four two five three seven three five five two seven. Or toll free for the rest of you out there, eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. That's eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. And our first caller today is Casey calling from Redmond.
1: Hi Casey, how are you?
3: Good. I keep getting so excited to call. I was the first caller last week too. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I was calling to see, and I don't know if this is me needing to be grounded, but I've been trying to connect to the other side, and I know I'm scared about it, so I, I think that's why I haven't gotten any um, of the contact that I've been looking for yet,
4: mm-hmm. and
3: so I'm wondering if you have advice on that, and also if you have any, if you see any people from the other side around me.
1: Yeah, well, the other side is an interesting place because it's drenched in joy and happiness. So most people who leave their bodies are really, really happy regardless of their life circumstances. Individuals who had really, really good lives here and didn't want to go, it takes a little while for them to, you know, of course, empty out the disappointment of leaving their physical world and ending up in the non-physical world. Um, So being really happy is, is a big part of that. Being in your authentic joy helps you c- to connect to the other side. But all you have to do regarding the fear is just tell the universe that you know that you're scared, but you don't care. You still want to have this connection because the other side's going to respect your decision. If your decision is, I'm kind of scared. So even though I say I want it, I'm nervous. They're going to respect your fear and not force something uncomfortable upon you. So you need to get very clear with them that you don't care how scared you are that this is something you want and that you're giving them permission to help you feel this connection regardless of the fear that they're picking up on.
3: Because I have been doing that because you said that at one of your workshops, so I've been saying out loud, I've been like, I know I'm scared, but please come talk to me anyway. But I think in the times when I do feel something, which is usually in the middle of the night, Mm -hmm. I get really scared and that's when I don't say it out (laughs) loud. So maybe, maybe I should try that.
1: Well, I also think that you should take the word talk You know, because everyone is different in how they experience energy or communication, particularly in the beginning. And so we don't know what your strongest skill set is as of yet. So if you can take the word talk out, because maybe you can't, here, I think um, to be clear, audience is the the hardest clear there is. You know, it's the hardest uh. sensory, multisensory experience there is in my mind to hear so clearly words and language. So take the word talk out of your request and put something. You know that I want to easily communicate. So okay. that, however, it works for you initially, that's the easiest for you that the universe can connect with, and then you can work on. You know upping your skills, whatever they may be, and including the clear audience, if indeed that's something you want to do. Okay. Okay, yeah. So so that means you're really close, and it doesn't have to be at night, and it can be a scary time for people who are beginning to be multisensory to connect with the other side. So don't worry about the, you know, don't worry about trying to make it at night. Go ahead and do it during the daytime. I think it's much easier. Maybe what you could do, though, during the day is go in a room that's not too light uh, like not completely dark but uh, so that the light isn't too intense in there so you have a little bit more contrast with your vision so your physical eyes aren't over dominating the scene and you can mm-hmm. allow your multi-sensory or your third eye to have um, better access to the to the environment. Okay. Yeah, so that should keep you busy those two extra tools. Okay. And I don't see anyone around you that doesn't mean that no one's there but I just don't see anyone around you right now. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's okay. All
3: I'll right. talk to him later, hopefully. Okay, or I mean, hear them later or see them. That sounds Thank great. You. You're
1: welcome. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: All right. Now we're going to go to Katie from Bellevue.
5: Hi, Katie. How are you? Hi, Marie. Thank you. Great. What um, can I do for you? I was just wondering. I've never got a reading from you. I wanted to see if you could do just kind of a general reading. I'm in a, a new relationship and kind of um, it, expanding my my business a little bit with some new ideas. If if anything comes up in the next six months, um, or, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, I, I want to, I like your new relationship and I'm very, very picky. So, um, okay, so this is good news. Of course, you know, it's new. So I want you to do your normal, you know, what you yeah. do to ensure to yourself that you're dating someone who's in, in your right. house good and all that, but I'm happy about it. And again, <laughs> I'm very picky. So that's very yeah. good. Do you get <laughs> headaches, Katie? Do you get headaches? No okay, do you have sinus problems?
5: Uh, no, but my back, my like upper upper back, I've been having issues with um, just like kind of tightness and um, issues come up with my liver for when I get like body work done. Uh-huh. My liver and like upper rhomboids, Um, Sometimes you just get really tight.
1: Okay, well, I'm definitely not in your upper thoracic cavity. When when you mentioned your liver, I went, oh, yeah, okay, there's something interesting. But I'm in your head. I'm stuck in your head. That's wonderful. You don't have headaches and you don't have any sinus problems. That's fantastic. Yeah. But when I sense someone who could potentially have, you know, who I think has headaches based on how I'm seeing the energy in your head, Uh that means to me that, and I'm grateful you don't have headaches, that you block your intuition. Do you think you do that?
5: Um, I don't know. I think I'm really intuitive. <laughs> right.
1: Okay, great. I think I'm
5: clairsentient. Okay. And, you know, like I, my body, can I can feel stuff. So, right. You know.
1: And so blocking yeah. one's intuition is a common thing that very intuitive people do because they don't want to listen to their insight. Okay. It, so do you think you're a little stubborn?
5: Um, I, I think I have had issues with, with blockages. Uh I think, yeah. I'm always Uh trying to to release them, always. Uh (laughs) So so
1: here's what I want you to do, since you already know you're intuitive. Yay, that's fantastic. What I'd love for you to do now is to, or, you know, in in the future, is to go ahead and Allow all of your insight to come through because some intuitives feel and and as people wake up to their multisensory abilities, they feel that if they get an intuitive hit that they have to follow it or it's destined or something of that nature. But intuition is um, it's information for us. And so I want you to acknowledge all of your insight, but try not to push anything away that seems uncomfortable or that you don't want to have happen. Just let it come in because you have free will. You get to decide what happens in your life. You know, you're a powerful and strong being. Um, But I I have this sense that you tend to try to control the insight. And, of course, you you can disagree with anything I say. But I have... I have this sense that you do that and that's why I see this heaviness in your brain because you're overworking your brain, you know, living physically in the physical world, which is wonderful, but then trying to control the non-physical world and just let it come through because the insight could be days or weeks or months later and not what you thought it was that you Mm -hmm. are pushing away. And remember, Mm -hmm. you have free will. This is your life. Mm
0: -hmm. Does Mm -hmm. that make
1: sense what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay. And I I think that's what's going to help with the business. Okay. All right. Because then you'll get more creative ideas. You'll you'll know mm-hmm. where you can get better connections. Mm-hmm. And I do like the boyfriend. So I uh, do
5: too. <laughs> Good job. It's, just, it's, a different, it's, it's usually I I I usually tend to engulf myself I guess in the situation and this is happening very organically and very nice and so it's it's just a change I'm practicing allowing it to be and it's very good so
1: okay so that makes me yeah. even happier because it's yeah. it feels normal and calm rather than it's
5: very yeah just and organic yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: great congratulations okay. keep on thank going with you. that thank yeah, you you're welcome okay. have a wonderful day thank you you too right. bye-bye
2: And I want to give out the numbers one more time because, as I said before, we're new here on Tuesdays with the Marie Mandicherry Show. So you can call in and talk to Marie if you like at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527, King County mostly for that. Uh, Outside of King County, 877-825-8828, 877-825-8828, and that is toll-free. And our next caller is Michelle calling all the way from place I used to live, Fresno, California. Yeah.
1: Oh, I I bet it's beautiful there. It it can be.
2: Really? (laughs) Not all of it is beautiful, but a lot of it is, yeah.
1: Michelle, what's the weather like? Oh, it's always warm. Uh, You know, because we're kind of chilly right now. Oh, the
5: sun's shining. uh, The the fog will roll in later in the year, but...
1: Oh, that's okay. Okay, maybe I need to hop a plane and come visit you.
5: (laughs) Well, I have a question in regards to... um, I'm curious if you pick up anything regarding my health, um, emotional or physical...
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm actually in several organs in your body and you're young to me and healthy, by the way. Like I'm not concerned, but this is something I would probably be more concerned about years down the road. Mm -hmm. So I'm in your liver. I'm in um, the bile duct and I'm in your pancreas. So the liver is about um, in Chinese medicine. It's about repressing anger in the body. So do you let yourself get angry? No, not really. Okay, so your new homework assignment, have we ever talked before? We never have. Okay, well, it's very nice to meet you. Oh,
4: you
1: yes, yes. uh, too. Thank you. Your ho- your new homework assignment is that I'd love for you to have a couple temper tantrums a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so you go in a private room, lay down on the floor, kick and scream like you're two. Okay. All right? So, And you don't have to be angry to do it. The anger will just start to ooze out of the liver and will actually um, get let up on some of the the heaviness I feel in the bile deck. So it's a little bit too much bile in the bile deck. Like it's it, it's meant to do that, to move things around, but it's like sludgy in there. So, And then the pancreas, um, although I'm being told that you're better at not eating too much sugar. Is that true? That's true. Yay, congratulations. <laughs> so um, people who have problems with their pancreas, whether they are hypoglycemic, which also means you know, don't intake too much sugar, Mm -hmm. but people have a hard time balancing their sugar, whether it's high or low. What that means to me energetically is that they have a hard time taking in the sweetness of life. Okay. So that means it's important for you to play, have outlets that are fun for you that aren't work related or responsibility related. Is this making sense? It is. Yes. So you get to go play and have fun without eating sugar and throw a couple temp- temper tantrums a week. And and then I won't worry about your liver, you know, 15 years from now or something like that. Okay. Yeah.
5: Is that is that helpful? It is helpful. And okay. then I had one other question uh-huh. in uh-huh. regards to um, if anyone... I don't know if you have a sense of this, but anyone from my past, if they
1: come through? You mean someone who's passed over? Someone who has yeah. passed over. There is a woman standing behind you, by the way. She's being very polite. Uh, I didn't even recognize her until you started to ask the question. Uh, she could be a grandmother because uh, she does look older to me. She, Her hair is gray. Her original hair color was brunette. It's got a little bit of wave in it. It's actually quite pretty when I look at her hair. And she brushes it all the way back, but then there's this wave. And she's standing right behind you. She's just a, a little shorter than you, like maybe an inch maybe two, and she's just gently tapping the back of your heart chakra. Okay. Um, so do you, does that sound like one of your grandmothers? I know that's kind of a it, general. It does. Okay. One
5: of them, yeah.
1: Okay. I think she was kind of quiet in life. Is that true?
5: Um, you know, she passed
1: when I was young. I was oh. five. Oh, okay. So you wouldn't know unless you've heard stories about her. And, and what she's saying um, from what I can see is that she's asking you to be less quiet. So okay. she wants you to speak up more express yourself. Now she's got a big smile on her face and don't hold things back. So she, in a way she kind of makes me feel that you are a little bit like her, Okay. which is a compliment. She's a lovely person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you very thank much. Thank You have a great warm day. Oh, you too. I hope the sun comes out. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Bye. Bye. It's coming out now as Yay! we speak. <laughs> Good
1: job, Michelle. Excellent.
2: All right, now let's talk to Linda, a little closer to home here in Bellevue.
1: Hi, Linda. How are you?
5: Hi, Maria. I'm great, thanks.
1: Good. What can I do for you?
5: Well, I was just hoping for a general reading, whatever comes to you. Okay, whatever great. comes
1: to me, yeah. Um, well, you're interesting because you're complicated, And I mean that as a compliment, by the way, when I tell people they're complicated, you probably think about a lot of things all at once. I think you're very multidimensional, like you know how to to live in the world, although I know sometimes that can be challenging for you. And then I also think you're multisensory. Is that true? Yes. Okay. so what I'm trying to do when I look at your energy is how can we combine that so that you can feel more comfortable in your body, although I'm being told, as I say that, that you've felt better the last couple of years. Is that true as well? Yes, that is true. Great, great. So I'm actually all along your spine, and so the the spinal column is about our will, and what I'm seeing that I'm being asked to do energetically is to help you to balance your will so that it's in in alignment with the divine, so that you're not letting everything be kind of a roller coaster ride, so to speak, so that you're not... um, so that you're not participating and just letting things go, and at the same time, um, a- allowing yourself to connect to the will of the divine. I know that sounds odd, as that even as I'm explaining it to, you, I'm thinking that sounds kind of confusing.
6: Well, I I actually do understand that I would love to know the will of the divine, and I will follow it.
1: Great. Okay, but see that's the thing is that it's not about you get a letter from the from the divine okay. that says uh-huh. a b and c and d and e are going to happen. It doesn't happen that way. It's about trust. And now I know this is exactly what we're talking about, because uh, I just got your spine again, and now the word trust is on top of your head, and so there's this place where you don't trust, and then you're afraid to trust, so then you just kind of like, oh, well, it'll work out the way it's supposed to, without which I think is healthy, but it's not from a trust place. It's more of a fearful place, and a, a place where you don't believe that it's going to work out for your highest intention.
5: Okay. Does that
1: make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's what I want you to do. What is something that you really want in your life right now? Oh, um, pick one. A one fabulous thing. job. Okay, good. I love that. And and so what happens to you is because you're afraid to trust, in my opinion, after a while you just kind of give up. And then you let it just be the whim rather than staying focused on your true desires but at the same time trusting that means getting out of the way but staying focused so for five minutes every day just five minutes no more than that the rest of the time I would love for you to practice staying in the moment for five minutes I would love for you to feel that you've got this fantastic job this mind-blowing job and uh, you don't know how it happened or where it is or any of the particulars but you are so incredibly happy and grateful on every level. Okay. So can you do that for five minutes every day?
5: I think I can do that. I can can work up to doing that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe start with two minutes. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so you want to focus on the final outcome. Um, This helps you to trust that the universe is going to bring exactly what is in your highest good, and you believe it's already happened, at least in in those two to five minutes, and you're not going to focus on how it happened, because the universe works in mysterious ways that most human beings can't anticipate. Okay.
5: Okay. 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 That sounds perfect.
1: good. I I hope this conversation wasn't too confusing, but I think we got down to the nitty gritty. Oh the no, trust.
5: I I understand. I sometimes perfect. need to be reminded.
1: Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for calling thanks, in, thanks, Linda Marie. Alrighty, bye bye. Bye.
2: All right, our next caller is Shannon calling from Seattle.
1: Hi, Shannon. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Great. Thank you. What can I do for you today?
7: Well, um, I need a little help with. Some polarity that I'm feeling. Okay. Um, I I just found out that my dad has throat cancer, mm-hmm. and uh, my way of being has been to, you know, to want to fix things and to impose my will on <laughs> <laughs> on situations. Sure. And I'm really, you know, my that part of me is wanting to tell him. You know, to fight for his life and to live and to come to Seattle and get different care than he can get in the small town that he lives in, Mm -hmm. and um, and he's really not interested in that. And the other part of me is really trying to be respectful of the fact that he may he may already know what he needs to do and that he's on a different path, and maybe I would choose him to be on, and you know, maybe he's maybe this is his time and. And I'm just trying to—I'm um, trying to marry my impulses with with a, a belief that he really does know what his path is and just trying to respect that, but not wanting him to die. And of course. Of course. Not wanting him—yeah. So, um,
1: and I, I just want to say I'm really sorry for your dad's diagnosis. It, it yeah. is a challenging diagnosis. I was an oncology nurse for a while, so um, I know what he has in store of himself if he chooses treatment, and and also that the prognosis generally isn't always the best when it comes to right. throat cancer. You know, so right. so my heart goes out to you and your family and your dad to Thanks. to all all of you, and and I appreciate your level of consciousness, how you're able even under this incredibly. Tense moment in your life, to be able to see your dichotomy, and it's very healthy. I mean, it just shows how conscious you are, that you can be this observer of yourself and and see your fear and your desires of having your father live, gosh, a couple more decades would be wonderful, wouldn't it?
4: Right, yeah.
1: And then also wanting to respect his choices. I think when people develop diseases, and this isn't in every case, because I have a lot of clients who've been diagnosed stage four, all kinds of stuff, and are still living full lives here on the planet. So it, just because someone's diagnosed with a difficult health issue doesn't mean that they're going to leave their body. But I do think that many people who have been diagnosed with challenging um, diagnoses, it's because there's a part of them that really wants to go. You know, And when, right. when you were saying that other piece where you re- really respect, you want to respect his decisions, and you do, you, you love your father enormously. Um That's what I felt is, is what's coming down the pike is that, you know, for whatever reason, at this moment in time, because anything can change at any moment, he's, you know, considering potentially going to another dimension to hang out. Right. Right. And so I think. I think you're in a great place because you're aware and you're conscious of what's going on inside of you and you are being very loving and and respectful to your, your dad. He actually likes the idea that you want him to come here, even though I don't think he's going to do it. He Ah. He likes it that you, that you love him so much. You're saying, dad, come live with me. We'll go to all these different places and we'll get you even, you know, alternative care and let's see what happens. He loves that. It just shows how much you love him. So we're kind of in that same word that we were with the last caller and that word is Trust trusting that whatever is in the highest good for all involved happens. And, yeah, either this is your dad's time, or it will be in the next year or so, or he's going to learn something else here in his body and continue to stay here longer, you know, either way. But here's what I know for sure. You love him. He knows it. He feels it. And that's the best medicine on the planet.
3: Mm -hmm.
7: Okay. Thank
3: you. You're welcome and thank <laughs> you
1: for for your knowledge. I'm proud of you. I'm Thanks. very proud of you. Thank you so much.
7: Thank you.
1: Okay. Well have a wonderful day. And if you need any more assistance, feel free to call or email me through the website.
7: I will. Thanks a lot, Marie. You're
1: welcome. So we're gonna take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show and we'll be right back.
8: Become a Reiki Master the weekend of September 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing knowledge of energy medicine. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements during deep meditation that will allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com for more details. The Gary Mance Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery. Astrologer Amy Herring joins us at 7 p.m. to talk about her new book, Astrology of the Moon.
2: Hi there, what's your moon sign?
9: And at 8 o'clock, Deborah Wilson returns bringing the wisdom of the angels and words of encouragement. Plus, she'll take your calls.
2: She has friends in high places. Astrology
9: and Angels on The Gary Mance Show, Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: If you are interested in learning more about Marie and what is on her calendar, there are a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook. You can post a comment to her wall and search her page for upcoming events. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each month, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Schedule a private session with Marie if you'd like to talk with her one-on-one. It will be a healing experience that you will garner great insight from. For more information, visit Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671. 1150
8: KKNW.com. It's why they invented the Internet. We think. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
1: And welcome back to the Marie Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meets. I'm Marie, and I know I didn't even introduce myself on this Tuesday. I just figure, you know, of course, you listen to the radio station all the time. and You know who everybody is, but of course, that isn't necessarily the truth. Um, I'm an energy worker and intuitive here based locally in Seattle. I teach and lecture and, of course, host this radio show. Love, love, love energy medicine. My history was in nursing, and I specialized in oncology Um, So, of course, about 30% of the clients that I see have serious health issues, including cancer. But everybody else is wanting to change your life or move forward in different ways. And my job is to help people to the best of my ability to do that. So today we're talking about chakras and energy medicine, and of course I'm doing readings. One of my favorite things to do, I was just beaming when Eric and I were on break because I don't always get the luxury of doing readings because I interview a lot of people. It's also one of my favorite things to do. We interviewed um, Dr. Christine Northrup last week, and Dr. Sheila Den Merritt will be, um, she was a local naturopath, celebrated naturopath. She'll be live in the studio on Thursday, and then the following week um, I'll be interviewing superstar psychic um, Colette Baron reed who's a Hay House author and very Uh, well-known for her work, so that's exciting. So we're talking about energy medicine, which recognizes the remarkable importance that emotions play in our health and well-being. Chakras are the vehicle that steer health practitioners towards the emotional blocks that prevent healing and happiness. The chakra system is the core tool that energy medicine practitioners use to identify block feelings and lead a person toward a beautiful, happy, fulfilled life. And we've been talking about the first chakra. It's about the first family. It's about you deserving to be here. Grounding is really essential while you live in a physical body to pull up energy from the earth and nurture all the organs that the first chakra governs. But it's the foundation of your entire energetic system. So it aids in blood and DNA and bone marrow and bones, very important for immunity and health. So, And we have people on the lines who are calling in to ask questions. And I would... Love to answer those for them.
2: All right. Let's talk to Carmel calling from Renton.
1: Hi, Carmel. How are you?
5: I'm very good,
6: Marie. Thank you very much for taking my call. It's my pleasure. What can I do for you today? Well, I have been wanting a significant shift in direction in my business and in my personal lifestyle, and I've kind of sensed it in the last couple of days. And I was curious if you um, can see what my guides are saying or... Um, from an energy standpoint, from uh, my chakras, or I don't know, just tell me what you see.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, both of those things are definitely wanting to shift. The The relationship part kind of hangs over your head with sadness, you know, like, where is it, you know, kind of a thing. And so I'm going to encourage you to be less sad about that and enjoy having a relationship with yourself. Like, take yourself out to dinner. Go buy yourself some flowers, you know, uh, Buy yourself a great bottle of wine or go sit by a beautiful pond and um, celebrate you. I I think that helps bring in relationships when we nurture ourselves as if we weren't being nurtured by a partner. I think that creates fabulous energy. Your energy has been, in my opinion, um, difficult to maintain because uh, I think you're incredibly bright and you're also engaged in a lot of activities. Is that true?
6: That is true.
1: Yeah. So you get depleted Energetically, Or kind of, you know, energy goes off in directions that are not as effective or valuable for you because they go in directions that aren't really feeding you. So it's almost like you get distracted from life because you have all these interests. And so I'm going to ask you to tone it down, kind of like tone it down to three major things that really pique your interest. Like here's an example. I could see clients seven days a week because... I'm that busy. Um, but this year I've been writing a book. And so I decreased the time that I spend seeing clients so I could spend time writing and not drive myself crazy working too hard. And you have a hard time doing that. You have a hard time weed whacking your, uh, your schedule because you want to do it all. You know what I mean? Oh, gosh. you Yes, yeah. <laughs> that is so true. Okay. Well, you can't do that anymore and be successful. So if I was working four or five days a week, hosting a radio show, seeing clients, I would be writing on Saturday and Sunday, which I teach a lot on the weekends too. And then when would I rest? And I wouldn't be able to write effectively. So you have to get your priorities in line, really put your energy on the things that are the most meaningful, the most productive for you, and weed whack the rest out of you to create the success that you want. It's going to be very important. Okay. Okay. So, so that's your homework regarding that. And then you already got the homework for the guy, right? You're, you're right. gonna date yourself, right?
6: Yeah, it. Right. Well, I've been
4: doing a fair amount of that. Good. Uh,
6: yeah. So, um,
4: but are the guides saying anything? I mean, do you see guides around me? Yeah, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have 11 guides, which is
1: a lot. So, uh, and it's a really great number. It means that you're really lucky, even though maybe you don't recognize that about yourself. I think once you start to dwindle down all the, the extracurricular activities that you have that aren't feeding you, you're going to recognize, wow, I am so lucky. Wow. Because then energy can be fed into your life in the way that truly, truly makes you happy rather than having it somewhat scattered. And then back to the relationship thing, even though you are doing the dating, which is great, I commend you for that, I still feel this overwhelming sadness regarding not being a partnership. Is that true?
6: Um, I don't know that I would call it overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that there is a little bit of a sadness there.
1: Okay, so I would work on nurturing that part for you. Because, you know, it's a blessing to be in a partnership, but it's a blessing to not be in one too. Oh,
6: and I do definitely know that.
1: <laughs> okay, good. And there's times in our <laughs> there's times in our lives to be in partnership and then there's times when it's best for us to not be in partnership where the relationship we have with ourselves is is more of a focus than having relationships with others.
6: I it, actually really like by
1: myself. Good. Good, good, good. So, you know, work on the sadness place. You go ahead and look at it and see what you can determine is the part that needs to be ha- have some nurturing cuz when I when I dive into your sadness to me it's bigger than how you're seeing it, but you know yourself better than I do the d- better than I know you. Um I think that there's fear that it's never going to happen. And I'd love for you to nurture on that piece. You know, Okay. Cuz remember anything can change at any moment. Right. Okay? okay. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. Have a fabulous day. All right. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.
2: All right. Now let's talk to Natalie calling from Tequila.
1: Hi, Natalie. How are you?
6: Hi. <coughs> Hi, Marie. <Sorry>. Hi.
4: <laughs> I'm trying to uh, to, change, to change the speakerphone off. <laughs> Turn <laughs> <Okay>. it off. <laughs> All right. I'm a little startled. Uh, I'm doing great. I wanted to get a general reading um, and also... My question is specifically: I start working for a company. It's, it's sort of like um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so it's it's, it's a big deal.
1: This new yeah. job, it's a big, big deal. And is it a really big company?
4: It. Um, I don't know. I, we're actually getting ready to go there uh-huh. to uh, um, make a trip. Yeah, to, it's exciting. To, very excited. Yeah, it's and, very exciting. Yes, and I a lot of just a lot of great people I yeah. and we're actually going on a tour to see the company, the production, everything of the product. So,
1: yeah, I'm really happy for you and excited. You know, being a stay at home mom is the hardest job on the planet. In fact, I got more rest when I worked three days a week in the hospital. <laughs> you know, really talking to you know incredibly ill patients and their physicians and my coworkers. You know, because I could go have lunch by myself, you know, and eat the food I wanted to eat versus, you know, and I loved, I love, love being a mother still. But it's this is perfect for you, perfect timing. I know you're anxious. You're going to do great. You're a very responsible person. You have great integrity. You have wonderful ethics. And that's what the company is looking for. They already know this about you because whoever hired you or the people that interviewed you because you may have gone through more than one interview, they are very good at reading personalities and you are exactly what they're looking for. So don't sweat anything about this. You're going to do fabulous, and you'll be a wonderful employee for them.
4: Perfect. Great. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> as as my <clears throat> chakras, just in general, I've been a little, like, tired in the mornings, and uh-huh. I know it's either liver or thyroid. <laughs> for some reason, those things have been, I've had issues with them in the past. I've actually had a chronic liver oh, diagnosis.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's doing better. Are your enzymes better now, your liver function enzymes?
4: Um, I haven't checked recently because uh-huh. of the issues with um, insurance, but I plan to this fall.
1: Great. Yeah, I think you'll be happy with the, the new... Uh, with the new enzyme reading, you know, it's, it's it's it has not gotten worse. So either it's leveled off or it's improved, but it has not gotten worse. So I'm not concerned about your liver. You're, you're paying attention enough to it and you're doing work. Here's what I think about the fatigue. First of all, we're in kind of a weird planetary astrological astrological configuration that's pretty draining and exhausting for a lot of people. We're coming out of it, which is great. But I'm literally in your lower back when I think about fatigue with you. And, you know, you're about to leave your babies or kids. I don't know how old they are, but you're about to kind of fly the coop for a little bit. And I think there's some discomfort about not being around 24 <laughs> seven. And that's where I think the fatigue is coming. Cause it's almost like you're trying to make up for life, lost time that hasn't even occurred yet. <laughs> and so I'd love for you to give yourself a break and remind yourself you're a wonderful parent and that you deserve this time for yourself.
4: Great. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Marie. Have a safe love- trip. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: All right, now we're going to talk to Nancy calling from Tacoma.
1: Hi, Nancy. How are you?
6: Hi, I'm fine, thanks. How are you?
1: I'm great. What can I do for you today?
6: Um, I just uh, wanted to get some sort of insight of my uh, towards my love life. and
1: Ah, love life. Okay, so do you have a love life right now? I'm sorry, but I, I don't know instantly, at least when I look at you, if you have one or not. So do you have someone?
6: Um, I'm very much enamored uh, with someone. Ah,
1: enamored. It's
6: hmm. mm-hmm. an
1: interesting word. How long have you known this person you're enamored with?
6: For about uh, 40 years.
1: Okay. So, but you're not dating them? No. Okay. So that guy is no. That guy is no? Yeah, that guy is a no. Well, well, here's, look at it this way. If you were going to date him, don't you think it would have happened by now?
6: Well, we kind of um, had a bit of a sling, and then uh, I was called multiple times every single, almost every single day for the last year and a half Uh until I had the audacity to point out that I must be special, otherwise I wouldn't be called and consulted, and they kind of tapered off since then.
1: Right. Well, and notice how when you were called, you were consulted. So partnership is about someone who's there for you. And yeah, this guy is not the guy at all. And and uh, whatever the enamor feeling is that you have about it, I, I want you to kind of recognize that it's more of a fantasy. This guy, you know, if, if someone's your partner, they show up consistently for you, not just for them, and there wouldn't be any guessing game. There wouldn't be a, just some disappearance at some point. This is not your relationship. And because there's been 40 years of enamoring going on, then you um, you know, This is something that you need to work on and heal and let go so you can let the next guy come in. But this guy is not your guy. He's he's a little—and and notice how you don't like what I said, which I love that, by the way. I mean, you're listening to me beautifully, by the way. I, I'm
6: really trying to listen because yeah. the, about the last year and a half, I have gotten nothing but really positive signs that he but, is.
1: But he's gone. It's gone. You know, it's not happening. If, if someone's your person, they're your person. It doesn't just come and go and stay for a while and come and go and stay. People are in or they're not in, and this guy isn't like that. He's, you know, he, You're know, you not with him right now. He's not your guy. And you've been enamored with him for 40 years, so you have these illusions about who he is. And he, here's the word that I get, and I'm sure he's a nice person. You know, I just don't believe he's your guy. I think, and, and this is also, even though it's going to sound like a bad word, it's not a bad word. It's just <laughs> how some people tend to run their energy. He's a little manipulative. He wants you to think certain things about him but he's not fully showing up in the relationship because he can't. So it's time for you to really let it. Let me tell you this. If you let go of him and if he's your person, he is going to show up with bells on and be there all the time. So, so letting go is a very healthy, very conscious thing to do on everything in our lives. Um, But in this case, it's, it's like the thing that you're going to know for sure. If you let go untangle, Stop thinking about him. Stop thinking he's the one and see what happens. Then I think you're going to get, you're going to know for sure because you will have released him to the universe. And if he's yours or you're meant to be together, then it will happen, which I don't think it will. Wow. Yeah. And you don't, you know, I'm not hundred percent accurate and, and all of those things, but yeah, I don't think he's the guy. Sorry.
6: Do I release him with him knowing it or just with me knowing it?
1: Maybe both. I don't know. Um, Are you guys in contact? Uh,
6: Very regularly.
1: Yeah, very regularly. Okay, so I would have a conversation with him because, you know, he's not showing up in the way you want him to, correct? Well, yeah. Right, so then you, I think having a conversation with him because, see, he's, in a way, he wants you to care about him. He wants you to help him with his stuff, but he is not reciprocating.
6: Right. I mean, he still calls me his dream girl. And it was, he, he, it was... He that was enamored of me for 40 years, I mean, that pursued hard.
1: Well, whatever the enamoring is.
6: Well, No, no, no. I was just, when you said about the 40 years of me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure.
1: I understand what you're saying. No, I I get it. But he's not your guy. Okay. I'm sorry. I Uh, really am. But if you let go of him, then your guy can come.
6: All right.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a good day.
6: Thank you.
4: All righty. Bye-bye.
2: All right, now let's talk to Jean from Kirkland. Hi, Jean. How are you?
4: Hi, Marie. I need some help surrendering to what is, and I would like to ask for a special blessing about the topic of my girlfriend who had a, a brain tumor removed and it is now getting rid of some blood clots in the lungs. I'm and, so
1: sorry. And
4: for her family, too.
1: I'm so sorry. I hope everything turns around. I really do. I, I know this is a very difficult and challenging time for everyone involved. Um, Is she sleeping a lot more these days? I think um,
4: when she's in the hospital, it's very difficult, and Mm -hmm. she wants to be home, and she sleeps a little better there, but she has Mm -hmm. a lot of chaos in her home.
1: Oh, well, you know, we'll have everyone who's listening to the show to send her and her family, and of course you and your family, everyone involved, tons of love and prayers and guidance from creation so that everyone can do whatever is in their individual and collective highest good. I'm I'm really sorry that you have to go through this. It's really hard to watch one of our peers get sicker and sicker, isn't
4: it? It it is. It's hard to know what to do. It's hard not to judge.
1: (laughs) Well, especially when, you know, originally they go in and they do something, and it's actually a a, a positive. You know, when I look at the surgery, I see more positive than negative that came out of it, but then now we're having side effects and other things occurring that are creating some challenges. So I'm, I'm really sorry. I truly am. And I, again, you know, wish her a complete recovery.
4: Thank you so much.
1: And, and did you, um, so is that all you wanted then? Was this Well, special, I was just uh, hoping
4: for, I, I it ah. introduces for me, you know, allowing what is and not knowing how involved to get and understanding boundaries and respecting her journey, but,
6: do I have a role, all of that, a little bit?
1: Well, here's what I do. When when someone I care about, or even when clients are asking me to do things that are outside of my normal job description, if you will, I, I do them when they make me really, really happy. You know, when, when I want to go spend some time with someone, I know that's the very best time for me to go because I know that we're both going to enjoy the experience enormously, and it will be... A, you know, a, a felt experience throughout, throughout the universe. I like could like wave through multiple dimensions. So don't put too much pressure on yourself if you're feeling like you want to disconnect for a little bit. But when you get that urge and it's kind of spontaneous and you want to go hang out with her or, or go pick up the kids and go do something, go ahead and do it. You know, if if there's some agreements that you have as a community to provide food or whatever for the family, I would continue that. But don't be so hard on yourself if you need some downtime for you too. Um, people who help other people during difficult times also need to uh, rejuvenate themselves as well so that when you come back together, it's more meaningful.
4: That's beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
1: Have a great day. Thanks. Alrighty. Bye-bye.
2: All right. We've got Sammy on the line now from Seattle.
1: Hi, Sammy. How are you?
4: Hi. Thank you for taking my call. I called in It's probably been a couple of months ago um about being in a very challenging um work environment oh yes and, and
1: I, we told you to quit right
4: yeah well i couldn't really do that but things have started to shift Yay. i actually had an offer i ended up turning down because it didn't match you know what what i needed or my values and um now i'm in a second round of interviews um for one where i interview tomorrow and it was just wondering if there's anything you see I should be aware
1: of, or for for the interview tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what I I want you to do, um, today or tonight is light a bunch of candles in the house, and if, unless you don't like candles, right? I love candles. Okay, great. So light a bunch of candles in the house, dance around, and celebrate as something as if something really, really, really great happened. And don't think about what it is. Don't think that it's even that you got this particular job. But we're allowing the universe to bring as much celebratory energy to you, which will then Bring something into your physical reality that you really want to celebrate. So start celebrating, but just don't get focused on what it is. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Good,
1: good. And so this will help your energy for your interview tomorrow because you're already going to be happy. You're going to be in a good spot. You're going to feel good and grateful, which is the perfect energy you want to have for an interview. Okay. Okay, and good luck. Thank tomorrow. you. So and congratulations for things moving in a positive direction. Thank you.
3: It's just nice to have things moving.
1: <laughs> yay. Yay. Have a great day. All right.
3: Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye.
2: All right. Now it's Larry in Fall City.
1: Hey, Larry, I think you're the first guy today.
2: Oh. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so <Nice>. congrats. <laughs> congrats. <laughs> Thank
10: you. What can um, I do for you? Well, I've I'm going to massage school. Okay. And um it's just now starting into the fifth week. And um, I'm a Reiki master right now, and, um, you know, I'm I'm looking towards, you know, going into that with massage therapy, too. But what I've been noticing is that when I give people massage, that um, I am extremely wiped out afterwards. Ah,
1: so you're getting depleted of energy when you give massage.
10: Yeah, but I've been I've been grounding mm-hmm. and I've been protecting myself too. You know, I've been mm-hmm. doing a mummy wrap with light, and then the you know protecting myself with the white light with the eggshell. And
6: yeah,
10: um, I'm not sure what to do. Am I missing something, or is there a leak, or?
1: I don't see a leak. Well, maybe a little, but you're working on the grounding. So you do leak a little from your ankles because there's this fear about you allowing the universe to support you, and the ankles and the wrists represent that. So there's a little, but you're working on your grounding, so I know that that's getting better. But here's what I think. Contrary to popular opinion, I don't believe in protection. I think that that reduces the amount of energy that, A, we can pull into our body, and and it also means that there's something to be worried about and be afraid of. So I never protect
3: Ever okay. okay? It Doesn't
1: mean I don't throw white light around my home or the <clears throat> universe. It, to me, it's more about love and blessings rather than oh my God, please protect us.
10: Um, well, 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 When I do run protective light, I allow higher, and, and this is how I put it: I allow the higher energies of love and light to to enter. I know. So I'm still able to communicate with those around me. Um, but I, it, I've it had indica- an entity attachment before,
1: right? Well, entities attach when people aren't grounded, because if you're not in your body and you're not grounded, it means that nobody's home. And then energies that are more mischievous that we tend to call entities can attach to us because we're not home to pay attention. Mm-hmm. It's like the lights aren't on. But whenever you know, I do love the language you're using regarding the white light, I enjoy it. But there's still this emphasis towards protection and i think you need to let okay. go of the protection so that you can be flooded because when you do you, you, while you're doing massage you're doing energy work right i mean that's yeah. the reality of yeah. it right yeah. so you need to have more energy come into your body than even what your client needs because it, you need to be sustained and fulfilled that's one of the beautiful side effects of being an energy worker is you get it first you yeah, know
10: well, I, I, I need to be an open channel for it exactly
1: so yes. per- protection needs to go out the door, in my okay. opinion. So give that a shot and let me know how it works.
10: Okay, I will. Um, and I feel the need that I need to recalibrate. Um, yeah, my I physical, agree. Yeah,
1: I agree. I, okay. I agree you need to recalibrate. I'm not sure exactly because I learned how to calibrate through laying hands on people. So I'm not exactly sure how maybe through meditation you could get some calibration.
10: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know how to do it.
1: Great. Okay, yeah. great. Thank you.
2: Yeah.
10: Well, thank you for your help.
1: You're welcome. Have a wonderful awesome. day. Oh, you're welcome. You
10: too.
2: Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Now let's talk to Susan calling from California. Hi, Susan. How are you?
9: Hi, Marie. I'm doing great.
1: Good, good. Have you had a lot of weird dreams lately? Uh, no. No? <laughs> no. Okay. And you're, and you're not getting headaches, right? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, because you have so much going on in your crown chakra right now. So the vortex on top of the head, the crown chakra, it's about your connection to spirit. And yours is just spinning like crazy. There's actually a few little sparks coming off of it. Um, right... <laughs> that makes sense. It, does that make sense to you? Okay. Yes, that's good. I'm a
9: spiritual healing intuitive and I oh. do a lot of meditation and I move up the channel of light and I help clients and students and I'm just looking for... Some guidance on balancing everything, because I have a lot of um, projects that I want to put out in the world. I want to become more public with my work. I'm oh, working on a book. Thank you. And it's so, beautiful. Uh, I'm just uh, kind of wanting to see what you receive, because I'm always reading for others. Right. And I love your show. Oh, thank you. And just I Tune in and see what you
1: see. Well, you have a gorgeous crown, and, of course, it totally makes sense. And I'm going to do this as quickly as I can because I've only got a few minutes left. Sorry about okay. that. So um, I would love for you to do what I recommended one of our callers today is to focus on the final outcome. You've already written your book. It's published. It's in bookstores. People love it. You're speaking more publicly. You're doing the workshops that you love. And at the same time, your life is balanced. You have free time. And we're not going to work out how this happened or maybe even what the book's about or who publishes it. We're not going to focus on the details. You're just going to focus on the final outcome of how grateful you are, how proud you are of yourself, and how um, how touching people the way you do feels you and inspires you as it does now. So that's what I'd love for you to do for five minutes a day, which is actually going to calm down some of those sparks at the top of your head.
4: Okay. okay.
9: <laughs> and do you see me out there in uh, the public arena, other than speaking? But I'm talking about broadcasting because I'm yeah, working on absolutely.
1: A yeah, absolutely. Radio is definitely down your road. Yeah, absolutely.
9: Okay. Yeah. Well, you certainly have a gift of seeing. Do you see any um, anyone that's crossed over with me today? You
1: have so many people around you. Do you do medium work? Well,
9: a lot of uh, I work with a lot of angels, and I'm not a medium, but sometimes people who've crossed do show up with a message for the client. But my primary work is with uh, the ascended masters and angels and working with energy and healing. And I'm a visionary, so I I receive a lot of information for people.
1: Well, I I don't see the you know, all these incredible beings that you're talking about. I know they're there. I'm just seeing all the people who are wanting you to deliver messages from their loved ones. So that mediumship might be jumping up the scales a little bit for you.
9: Well, I've resisted that. Ah, uh-huh. I well, have. I've i th- really resisted
1: that. I think you need to open your arms to it because it's another huge way to help people heal. And, okay. it, and you'll be very good at it. Otherwise, they would not be standing all around you, I promise.
9: Don't tell me they're in line now, out the door.
1: Well, there's just a huge group of them right behind you, like 30 or 40 of them.
9: Oh, my okay? word. Okay, I'm going to have to pray on that one. Okay.
1: <laughs> have a wonderful day and thanks for calling Susan. So anyway, thank you, everybody, for our first time Tuesday live. God bless you. Blessings. Bye-bye.